It's time to do the show. I mean, shoe the dough with Aaron and Danae. Streaming live on Mixler every Tuesday at noon central or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. It's time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. All of our fan intros. Uh huh. That's one of my faves. I love that Brandon decided to put his own effects on the end, which is amazing. <laughs> if By the you way, you want to introduce the show, you can do that. Uh, we've got all the text at our website, AaronAndZenae.com. Just send us any file with you introducing it. We put all the music in, that kind of stuff. You don't have to worry about any of that. You can do it right on your phone. It's a lot of fun. Well, welcome. To the next episode of The Shoe of the Dough. Yeah. Uh, we are excited to uh, get into things today. What's going on in your life, Danae? Um, well, I think today it was evident that I'm addicted to the app OfferUp. Yes. And um, it kind of invaded part of our day today, mm-hmm. which I thought was awesome. So let's uh, let's go over the things you've bought from other people in the last, I don't know, what, 48 hours? Okay. Sure. A calligraphy pen set. Got it. Two uh, space heaters. Okay. A... Uh, what was it called again? Some kind of a saw. <laughs> remember what it was, Aaron? No. No, I don't. The fact that you don't even remember what it's called probably it's signifies that you have a problem. Um, A love seat? Uh, is that what a, a saw is called? A love seat? No, now? I was just moving on. I'll have to look. I'm looking it up right now. It was something that sharpens metal. Yeah, yeah. It sharpens metal, It was y'all. a metal sharpener. Let's see. Hold on a second. A love seat. Uh... It was in my history, mm-hmm. but now I can't find it. It's too bad, too, because it was pretty funny. And? Um, suitcase. A suitcase. Mm-hmm. Anything um, else? Yeah, there's more, but I'm, I'm forgetting <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, it's been a really productive 48 hours. It seems like maybe you just open up the app, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, ooh. And then you just like, I'll make an offer. Yeah, that's definitely part of what's been happening. Okay. And they say yes. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I, I just won something. the lottery. <laughs> My favorite was the calligraphy pin set mm-hmm. where they said like five bucks. I'm like, and you offered four. four. <laughs> <laughs> and they said yes. And so now I have a calligraphy pin set, which I've been messing with for the first time today. And I must say, I'm having a good time. Oh man! Hold on a second. I I, I gotta. Got I your found $4 the picture. Worth. Oh, there's also a a a desk and a chair. Okay. A bench grinder. That was what it was a called. A bench grinder. A bench grinder. Mm-hmm. I purchased a brand new bench grinder that's been used twice. Then it's not brand new. It's almost brand new. <laughs> <laughs> that may be my my favorite sentence of the episode so far. I purchased a brand new bench grinder. That's been used twice. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, congratulations on all your new purchases. Thanks. Uh, may you find them useful and worthwhile. Thanks. And the the money you've spent on them to be a good good investment of your hard earned dollars. <sighs> Much appreciated. I enjoy it because I feel like I'm getting a good deal all the times, mm-hmm. and I can pass on you know really cool things to other people. Yes. You know, like the love seat, for example, Mm -hmm. is going to be my St. Bernard's love seat. (laughs) There you go. That's going to be her new dog bed. She's going to have her own piece of furniture. Didn't you get her a twin mattress already? Mm -hmm. This is an addition to the mattress. (laughs) (laughs) 
She already has her own dog bed. Yeah, but in the living room, she doesn't have anything in there. You need a dog bed in each room. Okay. If you really want to get in the specifics, yes. <laughs> she does need to have some place to rest in the living room, too. Mm-hmm. And where she goes right now is like if she decides to go up on the uh-huh. like on the furniture, we've got only one piece of furniture the dogs can sit in. Sure. And because of her age, her getting into that is becoming a it's just not good for her. Yeah. So I've been is trying this love to seat find, close to the ground. Yeah, it's it's a little bit lower. Oh, that's cool. That's and, good. And then it's more room so she can lay down easier instead of like cramming herself into this little bitty chair, she can now like kind of spread out a little bit. Didn't I see that you dragged her twin mattress out to the porch Mm -hmm. so she could lay down outside? Yes, and we're (laughs) building her a ramp. (laughs) Did you know that? No, but that's adorable. I kind of wish you guys had (laughs) stairs at your house so you could build her one of those little stair stair elevators that she could climb into and push the button. Yeah. That would be amazing. She is getting old. And she, her little back legs are failing yeah. her every once in a while. And yeah. so we've got to make the last few years of her life as comfortable as possible. Oh, we love Maddie. Because I cry a lot thinking about her getting older. Yeah. So, you're kind of preparing for that, right? I think so. But then also at the same time, I need to stop thinking about it because right, it's sure. a little weird. Yeah. But like twice this weekend, I just broke down into tears. Wow. It was bad. So we have to build her a ramp so that her legs last a little longer. Absolutely. So we're literally building a ramp <laughs> from the back porch all the way to the grass. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's great. So Go she'll have, she'll have a nice she'll love that. decline, incline, and she'll get to walk inside and then comfortably step onto her own love seat. That's that's wonderful. OfferUp has made the, all of that possible. <laughs> Maybe you can find the ramp on OfferUp. Yeah. And just install it that way. Yeah. Well, you ready to shoe a dough? Yeah, we're going to do a new music digest today. Yeah, um, I haven't done one of these in a while. We haven't done a new music digest in a while. We do have a new music digest podcast feed on iTunes and Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in fact, we'll, we'll, we will relaunch as its own podcast here in a little while when we get back up to Patreon level support at a certain level. That's a good point because there may be somebody subscribed to the New Music Digest feed and if this drops in there, they're like, whoa, whoa. wait a second, this is different than regular New Music Digest. They're doing? calling it Shoe the Dough. Hmm. Uh, that's because we're doing it on the podcast, Shoe the Dough, until it's its own thing again. Yep, it's uh, a segment on this show. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to start there, but first... And now, from the corners of the earth, things continue to happen in the history of mankind. They are news, and as people gather news... Danae and Aaron peruse the news. You made it through. Good job. I, I did a pretty good job. Uh, let me start this time. Okay. Do I it, sir. Peruse the, the news. What's happening in the news? Um, I, I saw a headline uh, in the peruse the news that made me go, oh, wait, that's a headline from 50 years ago, right? Mississippi School District ordered to desegregate. What? Ending 50-year battle. I didn't know school segregation was still like a thing. Oh. Like separating by what race. State is into this, the, in? this is in Mississippi, so it's Ugh. in the South. So yeah. that's understandable. You would think that, right? But it's just really interesting that. Uh, so, but there's been a court order about yeah, desegregating. Yeah, federal court has ordered also, the school district to merge its majority black secondary schools with the historically white schools to end a five decade legal battle to desegregate the city schools. Just recently I was listening to a podcast about the history of the segregation uh desegregation of schools mm-hmm. yeah. and what happened. 
Yeah. With the education process. Oh, it's a lot and... more complex and tricky than you would you would think upon first glance. Yeah. And... I mean, we all know it, it would be difficult considering the history of this country, but the ins and outs of it are really strange as well. I heard that same podcast. That's why I'm... Yeah. I'm that. Yeah. So I guess we're about to see if history is going to repeat itself in that way. You know, nobody... Here's the thing. Even when something is right, which this is... I believe this is right. Even when something is right, that doesn't mean it's easy. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean there aren't problems, there aren't difficulties, or that anybody likes being forced to do anything. You know? Even when it's right, that's the difficulty that kind of comes along with it. Yeah, because the I remember the podcast w- approach was even though, you know, there were other options, they were like busing the mm-hmm. black children over to, you know, the quote, the white schools. Right. And like the parents were just really angry about it and they were worried about all these, you know, things happening like more fights in the school and less interest in education. And it was right. just like, are you serious? Yeah. This is still something we're dealing with? Yeah. So hopefully that, I don't know. It's, um, right. it's hard, America, right? Um, my little Midwest upbringing of uh-huh. everyone, you know, being important and valuable and unconditional love. Yeah. As I get older, see how our culture is in our nation and the world it's like oh man we got a you long know, way to go culture we got we, go- we got a long way to go humans but we at the do. same time still in good shape compared to how we've been in the past let's just not it keep feels repeating like we're mistakes growing a little bit but it does feel like history repeats itself right this seems like a step backwards um <laughs> because it's like oh this is still happening like that's a step backwards but okay let's move forward let's let's desegregate let's get people that's exactly let's give equal education and equal opportunities that's exactly it and i think i think we get amazed when we realize that there is still prevalent racism with some people but it's one of those things that i think we we just need to continue to push forward (laughs) push through just earlier today there was a police officer behind me as we were Mm -hmm. driving and then I saw an African-American drive like past me on the other lane. And then the police car switched to lanes and started following them. And I was yelling at the police officer, not that they could hear me, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't racial profile. <laughs> don't you do it. Not in my city. <laughs> and he didn't. He must have heard you. Yeah. Either that or he was just a good police officer that only pulls people over for real reasons. Right? Rather than skin not color. Not having their win- or the window down in the That's rain. That's a thing, man. That's it a is... thing. I, the, the black friends Ugh. that I have all talk about it. That you know that they get pulled over more often than their white friends, and that's just that's it's not cool, and it's something we just got to work through. Point out in the chat that it wasn't a step backwards as much as it never was a full step taken to begin. Yeah, with. exactly. So good point. I also love that somebody says history doesn't repeat itself, although it often rhymes. I think that's a beautiful quote, and if that is yours, BDG, that is a great quote, uh, and I love it, and it's very true. So good stuff. What do you got today? <coughs> Aside from a cough. Sorry. Sorry about that. Get it out. Veteran awakens from a 48-day coma asking for Taco Bell. (laughs) I thought this was awesome. Um, (laughs) This guy's name is Jake Booth. uh, Took to a coma. He's only 35 years old, and he had bronchitis in February. And then his illness progressed to double pneumonia. Wow. And then he started to deteriorate even worse, so they put him into a medically induced coma. And then on April 3rd, so not that long ago... He suddenly regains consciousness and immediately after recognizing his children says, I want Taco Bell. <laughs> it was like, the f- like that's just what he says. Now question, when, how long had it been? 48 days. 48 days. He was in a coma. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Why? That is, that is a long time. I was thinking if it was like 20 years. Oh. If he would, if he had asked like Yo Quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> like if he was oh, still like in the like, old the, like the old advertisements. He's like, I want the Chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. You know the Chihuahua, the bobblehead? <laughs> uh, I love that restaurant. Make a run for the border. He was able to finally eat solid food last week and he ate eight and a half crunchy tacos. <laughs> His friends took pictures of him, and there's this amazing photo of him, super, super happy, with a basically a <laughs> bed full of tacos in front of him. Uh, the, Look at that grin! I know he's so happy. Look at that grin! And uh, I'll post the I'll post it on Band for those of you who don't know. We have an Aaron and Danae Band, which is yeah. a free communication app. We'll post it in there. Probably throw up on Facebook if I remember. But. That is an amazing grin. Yeah. Uh, that is the same grin I had at my high school open house because Taco Bell catered my high school open house. They're just an amazing person. They they uh, brought soft tacos and burritos for all. Speedy recovery to you, Jake. Hopefully yeah. Hopefully you're doing well. His friend started a GoFundMe page. For Taco Bell? For recovering from <laughs> okay. all this medical well, that's, stuff. That's a valid reason. <laughs> and uh, they posted on Imager, and it obviously took off a lot of speed on Imager. That's so funny. Would so. you do something like that? Oh, yeah. If you knew you had just come out of, like, you know, a two-month coma. Oh, yeah. And would you make, you know, crack a joke or? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I would, like, pretend I was in the coma for a little bit longer just to make sure I had, you know, I could think of something clever and fun to do. When I uh, let people know that I was out of it. I don't know that I would be thinking, oh, this is a clever, fun thing to do. I'd be thinking, I'm starving. <laughs> what do I want right now? And you ask your taste buds. That's right. how I eat. I'm right. like, taste buds, what do you want right now? And then I listen to my taste buds. And they yeah. often tell me about Taco Bell. So I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I probably would come out saying something like, what a nap. Something like that. <laughs> Let's hope that you would retain your humor. Yeah, I would hope so. All right. Uh, my next peruse the news. Uh, this one is kind of awful. So I'll just give you a heads up on that right ahead of time. Uh, a baby bison was euthanized after tourists put it in their car. Its mother rejected it because it smelled of the tourists who had you know, taken it and put it in their car. And I just think this is a reminder that we have a responsibility to let nature be nature Let's, and leave it alone sometimes, you know? This was a couple of people that went to Yellowstone National Park Saw a baby bison. It was cute. Adorable. Absolutely. Thought that it was cold. Yep. Thought it was alone and cold and they were worried about it. And so they wanted to take it so to a park ranger. So they picked it up and they put it in the trunk of their car and took it to the park rangers. And then I think the park rangers ended up taking it back out to try to reintegrate it. Mm -hmm. But it was causing a lot of distress to the herd and also to all of the people who were trying to like get around in their cars and stuff. And so they felt the best thing to do was to euthanize the baby calf i am so mad about this they got fined 110 dollars. should have been more than that you know well this, i go back and forth today because i they should know better but they didn't and they i really believe they thought they were doing the right thing i don't feel like this these are tourists who were like you know oh cute bison let's take it home they were like oh let's protect it let's put it in our car yeah no no. Well, no, I know, but okay, I'm just let's, saying. Let's put ourselves in the same situation. Right. Okay. My family is on vacation with your family. We go to the Yellowstone National Park and we awesome. see. Awesome. Let's make it happen. We see. Shoe the dough live from Yellowstone. Bison standing there that's not doing well in our perception. Uh huh. The last thing I think we would decide to do is to go over, pick it up, and carry it and move it. I, I think, agree. I think I what we would do is send somebody back to the park rangers yes. to have them come out and we investigate. We would make contact. Correct. Right. Correct. 
Yes, but I'm saying- Or maybe use your cell phone and call. I agree. Hello. Hi. We- I'm at mile marker, what you call it. <laughs> I'm, by the, I'm by the tree in the geyser. There's a bison over here. Looks like it's in danger. Good old tree geyser. That's one of Yellowstone's biggest uh, they'd be like, landmarks. They'd be like, you know what? Leave it alone. <laughs> That's what they would say. Leave it alone. I totally agree. And we, then baby bison would still be alive. We do not disagree on this point. I what know. I, what I'm, I'm just saying, mad. I'm I, mad that they had to kill it. I understand. You me. should be. It should be bothersome. What I'm saying I'm is upset. I don't feel like these people were being flippant or well, being silly. You know what? I, I think I they don't, thought they were helping. Uh, they're not going to have fun with the internet. That's just... The internet will retaliate. But I think the fine is correct. And I think it helps people, you know, remember not to do those kind of things. This is... In my opinion, this is the bigger version of the don't help the baby bird back to the nest, you know, thing that we've heard since uh, we were kids. Which actually isn't true. Okay. (laughs) What? Yeah, that's like been debunked. What? Yeah. Isn't it the same thing? Like the human smell? Like the mother bird won't take it back into the nest because of the human smell? I don't know that it was related to smell for the bison. I'm not sure. That's what it says in the article. Okay. Well, maybe the bison are different than birds. I watched a video about returning birds. Really? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to need to do it. some more research. I know. I know that. Let's look. let's not. Yeah, let's not. Uh, let me, just for those of you who have friends who have to do their own research, don't get offended. Just let them do their own research. And then they'll <laughs> come, right. hopefully they'll come back and say you were right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, we'll check that out. Anyways, uh, whether, you know, birds or not, don't take bison away from their natural habitat don't or any it. mammal, or any animal, really. I mean, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. What do you got, Danae? Uh, There's this guy. The title is, Stung by 83 Different Insects, Biologist Rates His Own Pain on a Scale of 1 to Owl. (laughs) Technically, it's 1 to 4. Okay, good to know. This guy's name is Justin Schmidt. He looks just like a normal person. (laughs) But for some reason, he likes to travel around the world looking for bugs and getting stung by them, and then he records their pain level on a spectrum of 1 to 4. I love his nickname. The King of Sting. <laughs> I um I missed that. So I'm glad that you read that because I missed that. I am the King of Sting. I got caught on like he describing like a, like a level one being like a red fire ant. He just, he describes it, you know, sharp, sudden, mildly alarming, like mm-hmm. walking across shag carpet and getting the light switch kind of a thing. Getting oh, a like shock, a little shock. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he describes four, like the tarantula hawk. Okay, this, <laughs> this guy... That means he purposely went and got stung by a tarantula hawk. Blinding, fierce, shockingly electric, a running hairdryer has just been dropped into your bubble bath. Right. I like the fact that it's a bubble bath. That seems like an unneeded little flourish there. What what alarms me is I'm like, have you done that? Do you know? Because we've all shocked ourselves on carpet. Maybe not shag, but you know, we've all gotten shocked from carpet, but not a lot of people have been shocked in bubble bath water with an electric hairdryer. Has he done that to compare? I think the most Either frightening way. is that the, there's a, a thing called a tarantula hawk. That <laughs> yeah. sounds absolutely terrifying. He does have a book called The Sting of the Wild by Justin O. Schmidt. It is the story of the man who got stung for science. I think it should be the story of the man who got stung on purpose. <laughs> um, and then he kind of describes and goes through all these different kinds of interesting ants. Wow. So, the anyway. harvester ant. Oh, goodness. Here we go. They have the most toxic <laughs> known insect venom in the world and it's an ant it's really potent something like 40 times stronger than a western diamondback rattlesnake 40 times stronger than a rattlesnake (laughs) that seems crazy (laughs) 
<laughs> the good news, of course, is that they have very little of it. <laughs> they have this extremely long-lasting pain. This is not a job I want. BDG says, tarantula hawk sounds like Calvin and the Hobbes creature. That is true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, what's, yours ne- what's your next one, Aaron? Uh, what's yours next, Aaron? <laughs> physicists discover a new form of light. This is fascinating. A new form of light. Of light. How, how does that work? So basically, they've been doing research on the measure, uh, measurable characteristics of light beams, right? So they take all the characteristics, and one of them is angular momentum. I'm going to pretend like I know any what any of this means. Okay. Just bear with me. Okay. So uh, until now, it was thought that all forms of light, the angular momentum would be a multiple of Planck's constant. We all know Planck's constant, right? Everybody gets that. I'm that's doodling the, now. That's the physical constant that sets the scale of quantum effects, right? Everybody's got that. But now, recent PhD graduate Kyle Ballantyne and Professor Paul Eastham, both from Trinity College Dublin School of Physics, uh, they demonstrated a new form of light where the angular momentum of each photon takes only half of this value. What? Can you believe this? This is amazing. You know what this sounds like to me? Mm-hmm. Somebody has the light on at half mass. <laughs> you know, like you have a fader. That's a flag. You have a fader, you know, on the on the light right. switch. Yeah. And you just don't have it all the way on. And you're like, oh, it's a different kind of light because <laughs> it's not as bright. I don't understand what you just said. I don't understand how it's going to impact my world. But uh, new light. Sounds fun. Apparently, with research <laughs> that focuses mean? on like nanophotonics and those kind of things, uh, it can allow light to do have different effects, do different things. So operate in different ways in different physical environments. So it could have um, ramifications in the world of physics. And Are you all those saying kind of like things. we might have like little light creatures? I'm saying like science fiction. I'm saying we thing? just saw the beginning of teleportation. That's Ooh. what I'm saying. All right, I'm game. I have no scientific. Don't listen to him. To back that up, it's just go with me. All right, my last one is Burger King in Finland opens the world's first in-store spa. In a Burger King, right? Nice. So it's like a spa, like a hot, like a sauna, where you kind of go in and you uh-huh. take the water and you put it over the coals and it steams. Sure. Burger King themed because yeah. you're in Burger King. I think this is a horrible idea. Of course it is. Fast food and, and like can a you spa, imagine eating a Whopper <laughs> in steaming like in a steam hot sauna with other people around you? Okay, now the first time you pronounced it sauna. Shh. And I'm just covering all the bases. Well, no, 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 no. I only ask because not ma- I, I thought I thought mm-hmm. you were one of the few people who actually knew how to pronounce sauna. Sauna. Most people just say sauna. Yeah. And so I was really impressed. And well, then you switched it back. I covered all the bases. I... <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, a that's Whopper, going on. Uh, a Whopper does not sound good in any form of a spa. I just don't, I don't like eating with strangers is fun. Cause mm-hmm. like I've done that before. You say hello to the people beside you. You end up kind of all eating and like having a conversation with random people. I've okay, done that before. Sure. To each their own. You don't talk to people in a sauna. <laughs> Some people do. Don't talk to me. Like, I'm sweaty and doing my own thing. Uh Uh-huh. I think you add in like a burger and french fries and like the smell. Like in saunas, it's like the smell is going to be intensified. Yeah. I think I'm envisioning like the other people, the the massage part of the spa. No, this is where you have the little where you have (laughs) the little like headrest, you know, and you put your face down in it. Uh Like you just like put a feed bag on that, (laughs) like underneath (laughs) that little (laughs) opening there. And just 
and just eat the fries, you know, just a f- feed bag of fries well, with your massage. Um, just a little bit more information. Apparently in Finland, people love saunas. There oh, yeah, is, they do. It's there a, is it's like a one sauna thing. for every three people in <laughs> Finland. And nice. I don't know if it's because there's not very many people in Finland, <laughs> but it's an intricate part of the culture of the country. I will so. also tell you along with that, they are not as particular about keeping their clothing on. That's something, in the Scandinavian else, to countries. Ex- I that's learned something this. else to expect. I learned this when I did this special event when I was in fifth grade. Okay? okay. I was chosen as one of two fifth grade boys. There were two fifth grade boys and two fifth grade girls from each country that met together in another country and they called it like Children's International Summer Village. And we lived together and learned about each other for like a month, you know, uh, so we all went to this different place. And the first time we went to the local swimming pool. The Scandinavian kids all just changed right out, you know, in the open, in the open. And it freaked us out. And we were just like, and, and so our like American leader was like, it's cultural. It's just, you know, it was part of the learning experience. And I was like, all righty then. That's how that works. When you get older, you don't care. It's just they're, they're taking care of it when they're younger. Yeah. I like, right. I don't mind that part of them. That's funny. <laughs> It's good stuff. I didn't mean that part. Okay, I know exactly what you meant, but hey. I don't I mind that part of their culture. <laughs> Why do I always make things awkward? It's just what happens. Well, there's the end of Peru's The News. Was that it? That's it. All right. Now we get to move on to the fun stuff. Our new music digest. So today, oh, before we move on, thank you, Caleb, for helping us with the Peru's The News today and helping yeah. to co-produce that. And the BDG for helping us to... Uh, produce this next segment we call him chef bdg we have an absolutely amazing group of people that help us with the show and thank you so much for doing that you want to tell people about patreon a little bit before we head on at patreon.com slash aaron and danae you can find out more information about the shoe the dough podcast network that's what you're listening to right now in this episode of shoe the dough it's made possible by our fans we're a fan funded podcast network we have different uh, levels of giving and there's different you know perks associated with those we're working on redoing all those perks and kind of freshening up that page. So we're excited to relaunch that very, very soon. But you can find out more there at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. And thank you guys so much for all of your support. We've continued to see a little bit of an increase each month over the past few months. And yeah. it's just kind of fun to see all the different ways that people choose to hop in and make a difference. Yeah, we love doing it and we couldn't do it without you. So thank you so much for doing that. All right. You ready for New Music Digest? No. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for new music digest. All right. Let the sounds of digestion commence. Uh, all right. We're going to listen to some new music here and do it as if, you know, we're just friends hanging out, listening to brand new music for the first time together. Because actually that's what's happening. <laughs> having a conversation about it together. Uh, and we will then vote for our favorite. We'll do three albums. Uh, we'll do the first three songs from each. And we'll just kind of move on to the next song when we're ready. And then uh, we will vote for our favorite, uh, the one we would most be excited to hear the fourth song from. Now, Danae has her snack, since it's New Music Digest. Their snack comes in a bag of other things, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want the specific? It has to, you have to tell me exactly what this is. All right, if you're, if you're listening live, feel free to guess. No. It is so good. Uh-huh. When I saw these at the store, I'm like, oh, I haven't had those in forever. Okay. it's a good clue. It's a good clue. I wish that they didn't come in, like, with everything else, because mm-hmm. I'm just going to eat these out of there. All right. 
Well, there you go. There are your first clues. Any any more clues? I have to not eat them all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever going to guess this one. Nope, neither. Ever. Without some really hefty clues. I'll tell you what's sweet. Ooh, that's a good clue. All right, let's start with <laughs> album number one. Here's song number one. weird I feel alarmed because yeah. mm-hmm. like my alarm is it's like this is the music that I'm listening to in my dreams and then I wake up and realize my alarm is going off <laughs> sorry or the car alarm from the neighbors going yeah. off yeah I wonder if the filter on his vocals is going to be through the whole song. I'm guessing yes. If not, it'll shift when the chorus hits, right? I'm not digging this. Yeah. Yeah, the music, the music, I don't know. Like, I need a little more something to ground into. The alarm stopped. Nope. It's back. I like his voice, I think. Yeah. There's already a guest in the chat. About your food or about the album? Both. <laughs> carrots were guessed. That was not true. Yeah. That was not Are correct. carrots sweet? Yeah. Kind really? of sometimes. I would never not peg them sweet, as sweet. Like, yeah, what would you peg them as? Vegetably. <laughs> Root-like. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next song. I'm just just not feeling this one. Let's see what he got next. Still has a kind of digital sound to it. Yeah, there's definitely very... Digital layering of... 8-bit kind of feel to some of the effects. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. It's slow. The first one was kind of slow. This one's kind of slow, too. It's the kind of music I think... Well, there's no effect on the voice this time, at least. I mean, not the same effect, I right. should say. I like this one a little bit better. It's the kind of music that I feel like I would want, like, the ambient noise, like, low and in the background, maybe. Like, if I'm... It, it kind of has a dark sense to it. Like, I feel like it's a darker song. It, it's like something that would be on Mr. Robot. Yes, that's a good call. Yeah. In the chat, the vocals being compared to Matt Carney, which I think is a great observation. Name of the song is Oblivion, by the way, which also sounds like a Mr. Robot theme. I wonder what the production is like on stuff like this. What do you mean? Well, like all the little blips and sounds and things that are kind of coming in and out and echoes and yeah. You know these. Uh, <laughs> Is when, that what it sounds like? There was like a little ghost-like sound in there somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Fair and, enough. Um, I'm wondering like what that process is like 
for it, you know, as a singer doing it himself, as a salsa. This seems like something that you would just do in your garage with right. your Mac computer. Yeah. And, you know, maybe like a loop pedal or something. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's hear the third song. Okay. Oh, a real instrument? That is a guitar. But still a slower beat. Yeah. It almost reminds me of when I used to have a record player and I would put it on the slower speed. Yeah. It's almost like it's being played at a slower speed than it's supposed to. Three songs back to back that have a slower tone to Mm -hmm. them. Which, I mean, if you're going to be consistent and people enjoy kind of that mood and that groove. Sure. And you just put it on and you just, you know, you know you're going to be in that groove and it's not going to. Where would you listen to this? Like what kind of environment would you listen to this? I'm thinking like a drug den. A drug den. (laughs) Is that something that you do frequently, Aaron? (laughs) You didn't say that I have personal familiarity with. It reminds me of like a song that's playing like, you know, in the scene where they go into like the smoky room and everybody's high and What about you? Where would you think it would be played? Um maybe after taking Ambien or something? Yeah, so drugs. <laughs> yeah, drugs. It's all about drugs. <laughs> all right, his uh his name is David uh Bazan. David Bazan. I believe so. B A Z A N. Or Bazane. I'm going to guess Bazan. Who would you recommend this music to? I don't know. Somebody who has a very specific musical palette. Maybe somebody uh, who likes... Um, like maybe like old Tom Petty, uh, maybe, yeah. but wants a little more modern production effects or something like that. Uh, he is an indie rock singer-songwriter from Seattle. Mm-hmm. He was the lead singer and creative force behind the band Pedro the Lion. Oh, uh, yeah. And was the lead singer of Headphones. So, But in uh, early 06, he began performing and recording under his own name. Well, there you go. He has been under Tooth and Nail Records, Jade Tree. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, cool stuff. But it is really slow, so I don't know that I don't know that I would. I can't see myself picking that up and really nope, like digging nope. into it. But uh, just because you know we don't like it doesn't mean there isn't you know out there for someone to enjoy. That's a good point, Aaron. Thank you. I try to make good points. You want to <laughs> go on to number two? Yeah, let's go. All right, here we go. This one says intro. Should I just go to the song after intro? Yeah. All right, we'll do that. It's raining. Are we listening to the same album? No. No. Yeah. I got up stay like a month ago. 
I was talking to fans and one of them pulled me aside and said we never met But I swear that you know who I am, I've been through a lot I don't know how to express it to people, don't think that I can But I got that mantra's ED on rotation, that's real for me, Nate, you do not understand It's crazy for me, kids hit me up, say they slitting they wrists on the daily This I music this. is more than yeah, you think, good. don't book me for just entertainment It's entertaining, hearing these parents, they telling their kids My music is violent, you gotta be kidding me I guess that your definition of violence in mind is something that we look at differently How do you bitch on me, huh? You want me to smile, you want me to laugh You want me to walk in the stage with a smile on my face when I'm mad put on a I gotta tell you Is this an F? Yeah Yeah Yeah, this is an F uh, The new album I I have to tell you There are well, things he, that, he reminds me of Eminem Yeah, he's, he's definitely got he's that He's got edge that to like him. Mm-hmm. The rhythm but force, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but even in his delivery, you could hear in his voice. What I was gonna say. Anyway, go ahead. There's something that rap slash hip hop does that I've never heard any other musical genre do. Yeah, the cadence, good call. The the way that you can tell stories when you're doing spoken word rhyming is so much more intimate than when you have to do measure and verse. And I'm not saying you can't do a measure and verse song that is intimate and interesting and compelling, but if you really lay down like several lines in a row in a rap that just hit, 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 it just it has this build to it that you don't usually hear in other types of music. And that's, yeah. that's really why, you know, that's what attracts me to, to hip-hop rap, hip-hop. and rap. Yeah, absolutely. Right here, second one. What I like about this song and like I'm hooked into it. Yeah, yeah. It's like the other thing that I like about, you know, hip hop is these guys have nothing to prove to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like I've been through so much. I don't care what you think about me. This is what I'm doing because I'm passionate about it. Right. And you kind of get that feel from him, which is another kind of rebellious quality that Eminem had. He was just yeah. breaking all the rules. So it's kind of fun because in the Christian genre, mm-hmm. when you have hip hop, rap, R and B, pop, you know, like just these different things that are supposed to be not Christian, mm-hmm. you do have so much of a, a misunderstanding. Kind of like how rock had a huge misunderstanding in the seventies, eighties, when you know, like um, Petra, guys like Petra. that. You know, like nice. they were they were getting horrible, horrible reviews. From people, yeah, yeah, from from the Christian Bride. community who absolutely hated them because they were devil worshippers, even though they were delivering great messages in different kinds of music. Yeah, so it's sad that we get hung up on it's one of the things style that instead of substance. Yeah, it's one of the things that he's talking about is you know parents saying that it's you know music that promotes violence. And it's like right. Do you not remember what it was like to be a teenager and just like hate on everything and like <laughs> feel so much angst and like you don't right. fit in and like right. just that. Yeah, you know that violent feeling. I do of, remember Danae. I do. <laughs> you know, Actually, I don't. And if you but, don't have, if you don't have a sort like a source for that, if you don't have like anywhere to go with that, or if you're in a city or an environment where you know your resources of getting that kind of energy out of you are more dangerous, mm-hmm. you know, it's just. My son's been listening to uh, Demon Hunter, which who have been been around for a while, but they have a lot of the kind of the you know, screamo type music and right. that's the one kind of music I've never really gotten into. It's just never really appealed to me. Maybe it's because, uh, as I just kind of mentioned, I actually haven't had that, you know, like teenage rage thing just was never part of my life. Well, rage has never been really a part of who I am ever. I'm just, my personality is more easygoing. Um, so I've never connected to that music, but 
I can, if you can find a way to engage in that in a healthy way, instead of engaging that in an unhealthy way, but I think that's really awesome. If you have people around you to help you understand what healthy is, yeah. you know, this is the kind of music that can reach into Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I love that he's talking about that. And you've got like just these really intense, you know, artists that are coming out right now that I'm like, yes, say it. <laughs> say the stuff. Thank say you. Say the true things. Okay, let's listen to the next one. All right. Uh, this is song number two. Technically three. Yeah, we can go back to that first song. Apparently it's more than just an intro. So. Oh. Only time you ever call me is when you feel alike Don't nobody else wanna listen when's the last time you saw me You probably don't remember that Cause that was back when you were different I don't wanna hear the sorries I'm tired of all the talking to be honest I would rather see a different change pass me in the hallway But you ain't saying a word to me Lately all I ever feel is this And you don't care that you lost me What's wrong with you? Had a picture of you sitting on the dash in the car with me Now it's in my closet with the other one Sitting in the box I don't wanna Okay, that's a great backbeat That's good stuff. What mm-hmm. do you think? No, it's good. I'm enjoying, like, he just has a particular, like, cadence was brought up in the chat, mm-hmm. you know, rhythm yeah. to him that I'm really liking. I gotta work on that. <laughs> Go ahead. Do it. You gotta do it in rhythm, though. Yeah. No, no, no. Word. No, not quite it. No. Uh. <laughs> that was the best one. That was perfect. That was perfect. They'll be calling you soon. All right, you want to hear this song? Yeah. All right, uh, this is... Because this is the kind of music you can't just, like, listen to. It's like, this is the kind of, like, you want to sit down and you just want to absorb, 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 absorb. Mm-hmm. So, are we Absolutely. under the fourth one or are we going back to the first one? Uh, technically the fourth one. Okay. Could you leave so is he singing? We I believe so. We I need either a lyric sheet or a bit more enunciation. <laughs> He's talking about someone leaving us like back. to be addicted to pills, but I do know what it's like to be a witness to kills. Mama told me she loved me. I'm thinking this isn't real. I think of you when I get a whiff of that cigarette smell. Yeah. Welcome to the bottom of hell. They say pain is a prison. Let me out of my cell. You say you proud of me, but you don't know me that well. Sit in my room, tears running down my face, and I yell into my pillowcases. Say you coming to get us, then call a minute later just to tell us you're not. I'm humiliated. I'm in a room with a parent that I don't barely know. Some lady in the corner watching us while she's taking notes. I don't get it, mom. Don't you want to watch your babies grow? I guess pills are more important. All you have to say is no. Well, wow. I don't know about you, but my eyes are glazing a little bit. So you hear him crying. I know, right? I got this picture in my room. 
Yeah, that's intense. Whoa, dude. I didn't I love expect that. to get love... hit like that. No, 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 no. I love that, though. I, I, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Being able to pour into a quick verse like that in that, you know, hit after hit after hit. It's just so powerful. Well, it's because he's tapping into genuine experience yeah. and and rawness and yeah. willing to share it with an audience without fear. Whew. But you know, he speaks for so many people. Like I know personally, I can think of several off the top of my head who had pill popping parent or a parent that was absent, yeah. you know, who went through something similar to that and had that same feeling. So it's like, just to think about like one of my friends having a healing experience, like to listen to somebody that went through that and was yeah. able to capture it in a moment yeah. and turn it into to that. That's yeah, powerful. That's, that's powerful stuff. Well, I don't even think we need to go on. Yeah, we're done. I think we're, we're done. We're out of here. <laughs> uh, that is hard to follow, but we'll give it a try. We'll go on to album number three. That was amazing. Ready for this? We're ready for the next song. All right, here we or go. Or the next album, I next guess. Next album. Here I we go. I got guns in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't go. I got guns in my head and they won't go. I don't like it. Spirits in my head and I was just thinking won't. I love this. Really? It's so funny. Like, here on New Music Digest, we like to just talk about our raw feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as we have a thought, we just try to get it out. And yeah, we're be hearing it for the first it. time, too. So maybe I will like it by the end. Yeah. We'll find out. I am a sucker for piano, though, in pop music. So. Yes. I'm out. I'm so out. Why are you so out? I don't know. Maybe it's because I just heard the most raw and beautiful lyricist. But you can't ex- expect sh- the same thing. I'm telling you. Okay, why. okay. Pour out his soul about his life. Yeah. Then you got this guy like, and the good die young, and the dirty, 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 You know, and I'm just like, no, I don't know. But he's talking about no. what I'm. What I'm connecting <laughs> to is he's talking about maintaining an optimism and. Even when everything's going on around you, you know, and they say, oh, you know, good die young or whatever, but I'm going to keep, you know, keep feeling good. I love that. I resonate with that. Yeah. All right, we'll go on to the second one. Let's see. Let's see what the second one does for us here. Uh, it's safe to say we were uh, very split on that. I really yeah. enjoyed that. It wasn't that it wasn't well sang or like performed, right? I guess I'm just coming. I, I seriously, I'm in such a real moment right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nothing was gonna like compare to that, right? I just listened to this dude pour out his soul on three songs, bam, 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 and then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. here in this guy's universe, he has a whole bunch of friends that'll gather on his piano singing. <laughs> I got guns in my head, you know. So <laughs> that's what I was talking about, though. I, that is exactly what I was talking about. How hip hop can do something yeah. that other music just can't, and it's almost like, to me, it's almost like how a dramatic movie differs from a musical. You know, once you add yeah. music to it, it's like there's an element it's a good of. Point. I mean, there's power in song and there's power in musicals, but there will there will always be an element of the unreal 
Whereas in a dramatic movie, you can buy in completely that this is real. For some reason in hip hop, I can completely buy in. And with other music, I have a more difficult time. Right. I think is what I'm saying. No, I totally agree with you, especially like the whole musical. That was a that was a good example. All right. Here we go. Song because in two. no real universe but my own do you just burst into song. Right, and- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mama never told him there's a devil in me. I got a mouth full of rotten and a heart full of grief. I feel like this is the same song. Really? Yeah. Shovels and it's totally dirt, different. Shovels and dirt. But like the the way that it's pieced together, it feels the same. Mm. The song, the song style. Well, it definitely has like a colonial feel to it. Like it reminds me of like um, like the Civil Wars, you know, that kind of thing where it feels mm-hmm. like it it could be from that era, you know. Okay, here's the other thing I don't like about this. Yeah. I didn't like it the first song. I don't like it this song. I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, do I it. apologize if you're a listening, artist. <laughs> um, it seems like the lyrics don't have any meaning. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. Like they're just gonna piece together. Like. This is a song about death. Shovels and dirt. It could be about gold digging. It's very poetic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's lost on Here, me. let's listen to some of the lyrics. Let's, let's, let's really piece it together. Well, demons pull me side to side again. Demons pull me side to side again. Yeah, well, I'm scared to sleep and I hate my friends. I'm scared to sleep and I hate my friends. Okay. Shovels and dirt, shovels and dirt. Well, it ain't worth living if you don't get hurt. See? Ain't worth living if you don't get hurt. It's about the beauty of pain. It's all about dying young and devils <laughs> and heads, guns and heads. Uh, another person said that the lyrics are the real strong suit of the song. Yeah, I'm, I think that I, there's a I think there's a good lyricism here. Um, all right, it's they're named the Strumbellas. If you want to look them up, we'll go to song number three. Strumbellas. S-T-U-R-M-B-E-L-L-A-S. The name of the album is called Hope. So the Strum Bellas. Sometimes I just hate on people for no reason. No, it's cool. Sorry about that, Strum Bellas. Listen, that's what makes it real, right? Like, I yeah. mean, you have reactions yeah. to music. So I, I have no problem with that at all. I like that we I like that we disagreed because that doesn't often happen on New Music Digest. Usually we kind of feel the same way about most stuff. Ready for the third third song? Ready. Well, I know it gets harder every single day. And I know my darkness will never go away. But it's hard when you're living and you don't feel much and you're down and you're hoping that things are going to change. 
It sounds like the guy that was just fake singing. Story of my life, I'll take you home. I drive all night. It sounds like that guy. I actually like this one the best. Musically. I tell you what, I will agree with you. I, I don't think he's a strong vocalist. No. Like, you know, it's not like he's I... Not, he's not terrible. Not, yeah, no, no. But it's not like I listen to him and go, wow, that guy can sing. I more feel like this guy has something to say and has his own style to say it in. That's how I feel about it. Mother, mother, I can feel your heartbreak running through me every single day. Well, there you go. The Strumbellas, it's called Hope. Did you find out anything about them? Uh, Yes. Though we didn't talk anything about enough because we were so into the music, so... Do you want to go back and hit that? Maybe we will. But right. I'll start with here. Uh, they were formed in 2008. They're from Toronto. It consists of Simon Ward on vocals and guitar. And then there's a keys, lead guitar, violin, bass guitar, drums. Um, and part of the band, I guess, was added after there was a post on Craigslist. <laughs> so You threw that in. You threw that in just because you wanted to. Nope. That is actually on Wikipedia. <laughs> and part of the band joined after hearing about them on Offer Up. <laughs> uh, 2010 was a really busy year for them. So I think they got uh, some excitement going on to different sort of. It's like cool. they got uh, nominated for the 2013 Juno Award. So. Very cool. Yeah. Well, good for the Strumbellas. Um, I like them a little bit. Danae disliked them quite a bit. Yeah, that last song was, I think, the better. It was one. my favorite musically of the three yeah. songs. Yeah, but I still felt like it was the same kind of song. Yeah. Like, we can talk about maybe, like, something interesting in the news, and mm -hmm. then we can do the same exact thing from a different angle, and then do the same exact thing from a different angle, and mm -hmm. that's kind of what I felt like every song was. It was, like, mm. very similar... Maybe I could say that about every artist, you know, when you come sure. think of it. NF, you know, he has a very similar cadence. So yeah. it's not like that's abnormal. Have your through lines. Yeah, 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 but when you're not connecting to it at the very beginning, you're not connecting to it again, and you're not connecting to it again, then it's even worse. And we certainly <laughs> said it about the first artist so, as well. Yeah, yeah. All his stuff felt very, you know, slowed down and, you know, purposeful kind of synth kind of stuff. So um, there you go. There are the three. We will take your votes if you're listening live uh, between album number one. David Bazan, album number two, NF, or album number three, The Strumbellas. Uh, while you're voting, uh, our wonderful producer, Chef BDG, who produces BDG. the New Music Digest, uh, has a different way for us to do the voting time. Uh, these are single servings, he called them, single servings. These are singles that have been released from albums that are coming out. Ooh, fun. And I would like to ask you... Which you would like to hear. I'm going to give you a choice. You ready for this, Danae? Ready, ready, ready. New single from uh, a brand new album coming out from Alicia Keys. Okay. Chevelle, Need to Breathe, One Republic, Radiohead, or Switchfoot. Oh, that's hard. You can pick You can pick I'm, up to three. I'm Alicia Keys. I love her voice. Let's each pick two. Okay. Uh, Radiohead and, and Alicia Keys. All right. Now pick Switchfoot and... One Republic. Okay. All right. Here's the Alicia Keys. The new album is, uh, called, well, maybe not. I guess because it's a single, it may just be the single's called In Common. In Common? Mm-hmm. Said I'd be gone by five. But it's sunrise and I'm still in your bed. 
It's interesting because it doesn't night, sound like Alicia. No, no, it doesn't. Me replaying memories in my head. Look at you, look at you, look what you made me do. It's kind of like more of a dance album. Great groove though. Yeah, it's definitely very dancey. It's very, yeah. Very club. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a very club feel to it. All right, uh, what was the other one you picked? Uh, Radiohead. All right, here's Radiohead. It's called Burn the Witch. Uh oh. <laughs> That's an interesting sound. I was just thinking that. I like it. Yeah, I what love is Radiohead it? so much. Here's One Republic. Uh, Wherever I Go is the name of the song. I know I could lie, but I'm telling the truth. Yeah, that's One Republic. Wherever I go, there's a shadow of you. I know I could try looking for something new. But wherever I go, I'll be looking for you. Some people lie, but they're looking for magic. Can I just say I love One Republic? I think they make great music. I don't know who they are. I forget. Really? Yeah. One Republic? Well, I, yeah. Like, I don't remember who they... What, are they, what do they do? Oh, man. Like, Too Late to Apologize. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know uh, that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting shift. I love it. I, I love it. I love One Republic. I also... Um, you also love Switchfoot. I also love Switchfoot. Are you so excited right my now? My favorite band of all time. Is your hand shaking as you bit. press the play button? A, a little bit. Here's the new Switchfoot. Oh, it failed. No, it's right oh. here. New a little backwards music. I like the bass. Oh, it's good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Your face, you are so happy right now. <laughs> it's like your entire being just lit up. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's a good group. Well, you know, they're adding all these layers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I love that they're letting the bass just drive it. Yeah. It's good. You know, and a lot of people... Oh. Oh, it's so good. Wow. 
Okay, okay, okay. Wow. okay. Yeah. I know it's hard to say goodbye no, to no, right no, now. I know. I know. You know, it's some really people would listen to that <laughs> and and think, you know, wow, that's a new sound for Switchfoot. It actually harkens back for me to kind of a lot of the the ways they were playing with music like very early, like even on like Chem Six A and their first album. I mean, it's it's so cool to hear them kind of playing with sounds and stuff as opposed to doing like the straight, you know, progressive rock kind of thing that they kind of landed into for a few albums but yeah you listen back to like new way to be human and some of those early albums and you know they're always playing with stuff like that i love that wow i can't wait for that album i just heard actually they're going on tour with uh, reliant k i was like reliant k are they still doing stuff too so that's anyways they're all coming out of the woodwork (laughs) something like that all some great bands all right here we go time for the vote tally danae what do you got i'm going to pick uh, we've got David, was it Bazan, NF, and the Strumbellas. Yep. Um, oh, man, I have to pick NF because I don't know that I'm interested to hear. Because I think David Bazan, like, I kind of want to go back to him because the first three songs were yeah. so slow. Yeah. But I'm like, does he ever speed up? Like, curiosity. Mm-hmm. But I think just for hearing somebody that's super passionate that I'm really going to connect to, I've got to go back to NF for sure. I think NF has, is the vote. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, here it is. Well, let's go back and play the first song that we skipped over Okay. for the fourth song. It's intro two. It's from Therapy Session. NF, your winner today. Here it is. It's like a movie. favorite things is when you've got emotion in your words and you just have to go ah like you that you like, roar a little bit yeah like you just ah. roar it out ah. <laughs> that's how i do it i bark <laughs> that's the day's rap <laughs> well there you go uh thanks so much for shooting the dough with us today shoot the dough is part of the shoot the dough podcast network you can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed, it's at Mixler.com slash Shoe the Dough. Yeah, and when you listen on Mixler, you're going to hear something called the Mixclusive Pre and Post Show. It's something That's that you can stuff. only listen to if you go to our show reel. Mixler is where we uh, air our show live on Tuesdays and Fridays, and you're welcome to join us for the live taping of Shoe the Dough and Sif Pop, the two that we do on the Shoe the Dough Podcast Network. If you'd like to find out more about us, Aaron and Danae, you can go to AaronandDanae.com, which is where you can record the intro. By the way, huge thank you to Brandon for doing today's intro. Also, Chris Tilly for composing the intro music. Production assistance on today's episode from Caleb Bunn and Chef BDG. (laughs) 
And of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the Shoe the Dough Network possible. Today's snack was brought to you by the banana chip. <laughs> That's right. We never got around to it. <laughs> it. It was a banana chip, everybody. How is anyone going to guess the banana chip? I'm realizing I don't know. The whole snack thing started because we were doing it right when I was super hungry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then I realized food kind of all starts to sound the same after a minute. Yeah. No, that's that's the we joke. We may kill the snack. That's the, no, no, no. That's the joke. It's, that is the joke. Yeah, that's the. The rest of us were, were in on that from the beginning. Oh. There's no way to guess something. By, I started to feel I bad mean, about you it. Could, you could sort of guess, but you know, yes. I was like, how a am chip, I going to do this? A chip. I uh, was actually thinking about like, should I just try to do like a ketchup packet? You know, like <laughs> make it sound interesting. I don't know. I'll have to mix it up a little bit. My favorite was when, when you had a potato chip and we had to have them guess the, the exactly flavor of potato, potato chip. <laughs> as if you could guess the flavor we of a potato hints. chip. We are giving heads. By sound. It's just not going to happen. Uh.